0: the summer skate studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west live behind the masks college hockey west live is brought to you by the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 behind the mask hockey shops visit any of our three valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line your ray's barbecue for lunch or before the game the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, at jessyray'sbarbecue.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. By the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Live from the Summer skates studios, presented by Behind the Mask. As a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com dot network, here are your hosts Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right, welcome in, hockey fans, to another week, another start of five in a row hockey podcasts, college and professional live on the Podbean app. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very hot Bakersfield, California, the home of I don't know oil fields, Buck Owens. Uh, Dwight Yoakam, there's a little bit of everything going on in uh, Bakersfield. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful, palatial estate out on the island they call Long in New York. Paul, how oh, are you?
0: No, 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 <laughs> no that's just, At a certain point, you got to just, no, uh, that island, no, no, that is... That's just so I
1: incredible. almost slipped that by you. <laughs> no,
0: that's just in snow. <laughs> that's ridiculous. No anyway,
1: I'm what Long I mean, Island, New York. How about that?
0: That's fine. That's That works. That's what it's supposed uh, to see, be. I
1: see I've gotten rid of the in and I've raised the on, so oh, I've got no, that part of it well,
0: done. Again, once again, that is correct.
1: took, took me a little while. Correct. You know. <laughs> but I've got it down on Long Island, New York. It's still right. a big, beautiful palatial estate with servants Where? and uh, and a fire pit and a gate well, did, and a big fire, woods behind your yard.
0: <laughs> well, we call that the bug botanical gardens.
1: <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, you sell 70-0. tickets to that so people can come out there and see it or
0: um, no, have you the, thought about that? Well, listen, if you want to get bit by mosquitoes and you know, Char- those kinds of things. Charging
1: admission whatever. to the backyard at the Bug Botanical Garden.
0: It's not mine, though. That's the whole thing.
1: Oh, bummer. Bummer. I, okay. I, I
0: wish they would figure out whose it was and they'd burn it all down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. People can't believe there's actually places for trees on New York, on well, Long Island not, in New York. It's
0: not public property, though. It's, it's the... Oh, the, okay. The... the I don't. God, I don't even know who owns the house next to me on the <laughs> other side. I I don't Not know how long you lived
1: there. Thirty years.
0: Uh, twenty. I knew who, okay. who owned it originally, <laughs> but I don't know when they left. Did they sell or they renting? Did they sell the little piece of land next to the other side of my house that they share with the doctor's office on the corner? (laughs) I know that for I know that for years there was a dispute over how much was belonged to each each side. And I don't know if they ever figured it out, but I still wish they would just burn all the stuff down because it's ridiculous.
1: Now the entire audience is intrigued about they they have to go to uh, to Long Island, New York, and just drive by the estate just to see everything around
0: it. Well, if you're looking for an estate, then you won't find it. That I promise. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway, <laughs> okay, we've we discussed all that. Did I tell you I'm in Bakersfield, California, for the week?
0: Yes, that's the Condors, right?
1: That is the Condors. Yes, absolutely. Working on some some stuff. Uh, some promotional stuff, some sales stuff, the things that have to be done during the off season condors, uh, Paul, they've got like forty-one point eight thousand followers on Twitter. They're like really? crazy. And, awesome. now, and when I come into Bakersfield on what Friday night, I guess it was, and I'm driving in here and I'm going like, where's the city? I still haven't found the city of Bakersfield yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet made my way to Mechanics Arena, Mechanics Bank right. Arena, excuse me. Um, right. But what I have seen, Paul, is oil fields. There are oil wells pumping like crazy around this city, and I did not really? know that. I did There's know that. a river, believe it or not, that runs through the city. I was not aware of that as well. Um, we have found that there are several restaurants <laughs> right. So I can vote for that. We can tell you that it's very hot. It's in the one teens plus. Right. Um by the so way, I, yeah, I, do,
0: I do I do have some Dwight Yoakam on my phone.
1: Do you? Do you have so Bakersfield? Yes. With him and Buck Owens?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, okay. Just checking. And they yeah, uh have that. and there's a uh, Buck Owens Boulevard. Right been on that a few times. Right. <laughs> Anyway, just give you a little history of Bakersfield. It's uh, one of the uh, one of California's. Oh, no, I get it.
0: That's whatever. De- uh, yeah, it's
1: fine. <laughs> anyway. Fine anyway, so so that's where we'll be parked for the week, and then gen- hopefully, if the uh, the vehicle performs well, <laughs> we'll continue to drive back down to uh, farther Southern California and yeah. make our way out. It's Colorado in week. I uh, hope things right. are cranked up so we get back to uh, the cool weather in the Rocks.
0: Well, it's probably not going to be as warm in Denver as it is in Bakersfield. speed. <laughs> uh, you know.
1: <laughs> no. And it is what it we is. generally are talking about uh, happenings going on, but the season hasn't started yet. it's getting close because rosters are being announced, coaches are finding new homes, schedules are being released. We have three more to talk about tonight. I know you, We've this got is your favorite part, by the
0: way. As What's everybody that? everybody knows, you love to talk schedules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We love to do that. And then the second favorite part is when you start making predictions on how many wins each team has to have to get into the tournament.
0: Yeah, have you been collecting those?
1: Yeah, I'm working on that. I know you got Arizona State at about twenty six.
0: Um I did say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's on tape. It's recorded uh, uh, Well I know that. Anymore, the, worst, the, worst
0: part about the worst part about it is 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 that you heard it.
1: Oh yeah. And I won't ever forget it. It's ingrained. Yeah, That's one thing I will never forget is when I you make know. a prediction.
0: I know. Uh, but it wasn't a prediction. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? No no it was an estimation
1: oh (laughs) i love it
0: (laughs) an estimation by the way that the coach agreed with me
1: well i didn't think he wouldn't agree because he knows but anyway (laughs) it was an estimation not a prediction correct okay as long as i got it all straight how
0: many games they won
1: yeah that's important to have that distinction down between the prediction and the estimation right I'm not going to predict that I'm going to build your house. I'm going to estimate it. Anyway, well, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> got to do that first.
1: <laughs> Love it. Love it. Anyway, so we have North Dakota to talk about tonight. We have Omaha right. to talk about tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And Augustana, the three newest teams, which now climbs our NCAA total up to 10 teams. Um, boy, I don't know how you're going to get to all these places, but it's going to be fun watching you do it.
0: Uh, i need another computer screen probably (laughs) yeah i love
1: it uh anyway so we'll have plenty to talk about um and then we'll talk about some coaching changes and we'll talk about really one unfortunate i don't know if unfortunate is even the right word stupidity is more like it up in vermont but we'll leave that till the end because i don't want to ruin the show okay let's just leave it to the end
0: right i mean we have to mention it um because you Know what it happened, uh, it's obviously not what we normally focus on, but we can't not say anything.
1: And by the way, if you're listening live, thank you. If you're not, uh, we had to go a little early today because it's hot here and I have things to do this evening. So, uh, when it cools down just a tad, so uh, we decided to go a little early. Hope that doesn't bother too many people because it's always great in the download. We are less than 100 downloads away from 40,000, so wouldn't it be cool? Paul, from we're sitting here tomorrow afternoon um, talking you to a Coach Riley a from LIU that we can say we hit 40K, but we're going right. to need some help. We need some people that need to tell people and download and enjoy the show and, and go from there.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: And One more piece of business I want to get out there. Um, okay. I'm here uh, selling the hometown hat trick package to our AHL uh, cities. Right. So we're looking for partners. If you're interested, you can reach out to me on any social media or at west at gmail.com, and I will get in touch with you. If you are, and this is going really well, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 now has uh, 11 men's teams out of 20 that we're looking for, and we got our first female team uh, that's on board now. So we have four more spots there. So there's some spots yet that you can grab I believe 9 and 4 is 13, if I'm doing the math correct. So there's still 13 spots for the Wednesday night podcast, American Collegiate Hockey Top 20, where we talk a non-varsity, if you will, ACHA and uh, AAU, correct? Is that what it's called now, AAU Hockey?
0: Um, AAU uh, Collegiate Hockey Federation. I think they use a uh, both of them.
1: Okay, okay. AAU Collegiate Hockey Federation. Okay. Let's go with that and the Anyway, it's the non NCAA. How about that? It's non NCAA hockey. Non varsity. Yeah. Well, is it non varsity or just non NCAA? Because I've heard both.
0: Okay. whatever.
1: I mean. Anyway, so so there's opportunities to jump on board on that, and we will uh, crank up the NCAA side of things. We know if you've been listening long enough, you know Monday Tuesday or Sunday Monday Tuesday is devoted to NCAA hockey. Wednesday night to the non-NCAA collegiate hockey, and Thursday, of course, the Pro Hockey West report. By the way, Stephen Marsh was out at the uh, Battle for Vegas softball game last night. Yeah, put up some really right. good stuff. There's a ton of people that like the stuff that he put up. Some great photos, uh, some great videos that he got. He was uh, on the field. I asked Stephen, I goes, hey, it's hot in Bakerfield. How is it in, in um, Vegas? Probably hot going on that uh, baseball diamond. And he said... Oh, well, I'm staying in the press box, so I absolutely have to go on the field. I'm going, come on, please. Staying in the press box. Where's the toughness out of Stephen Marsh?
0: Oh, my God, what a candy ass. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, he stayed in the press box and ate food. They had good food there. Got to eat food before he went down on the field to, to take a few pictures and do the video. and. Uh, oh. and interview a few players. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I, I know. I know. I, I figured you'd be embarrassed enough. when I told you that. I've already said it. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, um, so let's jump into this college hockey West live stuff, the NCAA stuff. I want to start tonight, Paul, with the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. I think the team, Paul, that, that probably reinvented itself more than anybody else in oh, in the off-season.
0: I, I got the nickname mixed up.
1: What were you thinking?
0: I, I thought we were talking about the suit.
1: Oh, fighting Hawks.
0: That's, that's what Eddie Christian told me.
1: Yeah, okay. Fighting Hawks.
0: That's what Rick Zombo tells me, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: just- By the way, the 1987 team had a reunion. And yeah. uh, I saw Kerry Eats was there. Nice. So, yeah, I saw a lot of guys there that uh, got a little older from the 1987 national championship team at the University of North Dakota.
0: Yeah, we've all gotten a little older since
1: 1987. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? Anyway, um, so let's right. think...
0: This is, this is uh, going to be a very interesting team to watch this year.
1: It is reinvented a good word for what they've done because this roster, Probably. I mean, last year they had not the season that they wanted, obviously, and they just went out and just reconstructed I guess is another way of putting it but they went out and got guys and we'll talk about the players a little bit too uh, as the season goes on but um, right now I want to talk about what these players are going to be up against because there's some interesting stuff going on like I think almost every team this year Paul's got some really interesting um, topics uh, on their schedule if I can use it that way um, well, teams we know, we know how about what that mean. Okay, teams how about that so here we go All right. october 7th is when they kick off against that the mostly annual exhibition against the university of manitoba it makes money for obviously the bisons of the university of manitoba and okay. it gets uh it, it's a nice little rivalry that's gone on forever between okay. these two schools so that will happen at the uh at the ralph on okay. october 7th then the icebreaker, icebreaker tournament moves to Grand Forks in Bemid- Grand Forks, North Dakota, Bemidji, Minnesota, as uh, the Fighting Sioux, uh, sorry, Fighting Hawks right. will host Army on Friday the thirteenth and Wisconsin Saturday the fourteenth. That's kind of like jumping into the big time right off the get-go, isn't it, Paul?
0: Well, listen, you know you've got. You know, every time you play a military team, regardless of the sport, you know you have to bring it that night. You know you have to. Because if you don't, they will. They're going to. Okay? You know that they're going to. So, you better. And, you know, um, for those that long lament the old days, quote-unquote, college hockey. Um, you think there might be a little bit of a tension in that second game with Wisconsin?
1: <laughs> Mike Hastings uh, returned to North Dakota as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. And, oh yeah, there's been a few matchups over the years between the Fighting Sioux at that point and Wisconsin Badgers in the old WCHA. So, uh, I'm guessing that there will be a little bit of fire going on with that one.
0: And and that's another thing, right? And you're gonna sit here and with with all due respect to Brad Berry's team um and 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 the fan base, um you're gonna sit there and, and tell me just by natural instinct that uh, you might not you might accidentally overlook plain army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, you you think anybody and this is, and 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 we love, you know, we love we love West Point. We love the cadets, right, Mister Foley. We love we love West Point. Um, I'm buttering up your landlord. That's all you're doing. Me, I would never do anything like that. But that being said, okay. Um, You think just maybe, maybe the attention might be on Game 2 more than Game 1, certainly in the stands. And would it be the first time a team has overlooked somebody? Now, it's opening night, so that helps because they'll be excited to play somebody else, anybody else. But... I don't as, as I've done you know just look up North Dakota and Wisconsin and you might find a few interesting tidbits about when they used to play each other regularly speaking of 1987 yeah right, was that the right year
1: that might be it might be
0: <laughs> nothing happened that year right <laughs>
1: anyway <laughs> i'm going
0: to take a drink of water right now
1: Okay, <laughs> so, so anyway, um, that's the way they're going to open the season. It's the icebreaker in two different sites, but Bemidji State hosts the other one. Um, so that'll be uh, a very interesting uh, weekend to, get, to kick off uh, the college hockey season. Then talk about jumping into the fire from the frying pan. Um, then you have the University of Minnesota coming to visit uh, the Ralph Engelstad Arena. Uh, October 20th and 21st, that will be a big time matchup.
0: Um, then the following weekend, you got
1: Minnesota state.
0: Nobody will be paying attention to those, those next two games, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not a problem. So if you're the reinvented fighting Hawks, boy, you, you need to get off to a pretty good start here because if you don't, you can find yourself in a big hole before the 1st of November.
0: Um yeah, and the first week in um and your first four games in November don't get any easier either.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say that, but I, I want to get through uh, October is, first. So listen, this, this reinvented is, roster at at uh North Dakota really needs to come together quickly.
0: Well, listen, I mean when you look at that schedule Okay, when you when you look at it and you sit there and you say to yourself, uh, oh boy, I mean that is a gauntlet. That is a quote unquote murderer's row of a schedule. And we haven't even gotten into NCHC play.
1: Yeah, okay, so let's do that. Let's I get mean, let's mean, get into November third and fourth because non
0: conference schedule. Yeah. Army Wisconsin for two the other Maroon and Gold team for two, Minnesota State for two, BU for two, um, and your last two non-conference games at the start of the year uh, against uh, the Nanooks from Fairbanks. Um, that is a meat grinder of a non-conference schedule.
1: Hold on a minute. You still got some non-conference games. You got Bemidji State.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't see that, but yeah, that's...
1: Bemidji State that's, in there uh, Thanksgiving weekend
0: that's not that's that's still
1: <laughs> yeah and then then yeah. let's talk about then let's talk about um, the NCHC oh. schedule uh, which will be at Minnesota Duluth on the 10th and the 11th of November then at home on the 17th and 18th against the uh, uh, much I think much improved Miami Redhawks team I'm just going on a limb on that one Um and then oh, you get Bemidji State, as I said, for Thanksgiving, and then you get to December. Oh, by the way, you're going to Denver, December first yeah. and second, and then you get a trip from Chris Mayott's Colorado College Tigers on the eighth and ninth. You it. like that? I'm working Stop on my it. Tigers. Stop it. Anyway, <laughs> and then you're going to finish out the uh, calendar year with a uh, exhibition, as they usually do as well. They like to against uh, Team USA under 18. Uh, Will be at the Ralph Anglestead Arena, and that's a treat for those kids from the under eighteen team. Because um, if you haven't been to Ralph Engelstad Arena, that is a beautiful facility. And oh yeah, by the way, if you're thinking about going to college somewhere, pretty nice little uh, recruiting trip.
0: Yeah, I was going to say How about that no recruiting going on there with that trip every year, right?
1: Yeah. You don't think that they, those guys have it circled on the on their calendar that they're going to Grand Forks, and you don't think, hey, uh, maybe if I'm thinking about going to school somewhere, that might not be a bad option. The worst part of it, December? though, Paul, they're going there on December 30th. Yeah, well. Not the selling point for Grand Forks, North Dakota, weather-wise.
0: No. No. And that's why you won't see me there.
1: Okay. And as the aforementioned... Uh, January, we'll start with the Nanooks coming to uh, the Ralph, and that'll be on the 5th and 6th of January. Then you're right back into that NCHG stuff. You get Omaha coming in on the 12th and 13th. You go to St. Cloud State, the 19th and 20th. Then you get the Denver Pioneers coming to town, the 26th and 27th. Your thoughts on, on the NCHC part of the schedule. You talked about the non-conference, about it being a gauntlet. It doesn't get any easier in the NCHC, does it, Paul?
0: Well, no, it doesn't, and that's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a meat grinder in and of itself every year. It'll get even tougher next year. Um,
1: <laughs> Why is that?
0: Because uh, it it's always tough in that conference. Um,
1: why next year, though? Why is next year going to be tougher?
0: Well, because every year is tougher.
1: Oh, okay. I thought there was a new team coming in that you thought. Well, there might be. Might... Okay, just checking. Um, and do they have to add another star before you're going to get one of them jerseys?
0: Well, listen, uh, Michael, if you're listening, and I'm sure you will eventually, um, those wallpapers, um, I had several people comment, why don't they sell these? I meant the jerseys, jerseys you're talking about. Yeah. yeah and it, the actual jersey.
1: Yeah, by the way, thank you, Michael, if you're listening, and I'm sure you will be <laughs> for for my wallpaper. That was nice.
0: You know, I, like I said, I need nine stars on mine, but uh Of course you do. I also didn't see it till about one forty five, so I didn't have time <laughs> to get it in. Uh, all
1: right. So your thoughts on the NC. I, mean,
0: I mean you I mean that is that is as tough that, this this North Dakota schedule is as tough a schedule as I can remember in all the time we're doing this. I yep, mean, it's I brutally mean, tough. I mean, to open up against Army, and I'm not, not and, and Wisconsin is going to be hard enough. and And, you know, Army is what they are. And, you know, we're talking about Bob Hast- uh you know Bob Hastings Mike Hastings debut weekend up there at Wisconsin in a game that you know those 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 three that that series of three games and once again no disrespect to Army because we love them but I would bet if you pumped some people full of truth serum especially some people that have got some distance or have some miles on the treads. Um, I'm sure that those teams in Wisconsin and that other maroon and gold team are still a fan favorite up there in Grand Forks.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. So let's get through the schedule. We're not going to get to the other two. Um, (laughs) February 2nd, uh, you go to Miami for two, the second and third. Then you return, go to uh, get a weekend off and then you go to Colorado college to play the tigers on the 16th and 17th. Then you come home and you get Minnesota Duluth at the Ralph. You get Western Michigan at the Ralph. That would be the March 1st and 2nd. And then March 8th and 9th, you go to Omaha to close out the, um, nchc season the right well the regular season i guess and get prepared for the nchc quarterfinals and the frozen Faceoff, and then of course the ncaa regionals and the frozen four in st paul minnesota where i know paul is headed that way because they've already put posters of you up and uh the university posters- of minnesota would like to throw darts at you
0: i'm sure they do it now
1: anyway so you're you're correct this is a gauntlet of a schedule uh the big thing with uh with these guys and the the biggest concern that i have is when you bring in a bunch of talented older players um there's a lot of guys that can be difference makers but here's the thing do you have too many um talented players that have to find their role if you will because some guys come from other teams and they may have been the captain or they have, may have been um, a, a first-line player, and now they fit into this role differently. Maybe they're second. Maybe they're third line. Their uh, they're ice time changes. Um, do you keep everybody happy? I think that's even harder, Paul, than bringing in a bunch of freshmen because the freshmen generally know their place, and they know that they have to earn their their stuff. But some of these guys coming in on the transfer portal – and I'm not singling anybody out, but they might be thinking, hey, I was a captain at X University, and here I am, and now you're telling me you're going to put me on the third line? Um, yeah, that may go well uh, if you're no, winning, I, but if you get off to a slow start, boy, oh, boy, you might no, have I'm your hands not. full if you're Bradbury.
0: Uh, I, I don't see this team getting off to a slow start. Um, the guys they brought in.
1: Think about that though for a minute. Think about it. Army, well, Wisconsin, thing, Minnesota, though. Minnesota, Minnesota, thing, Minnesota State, Minnesota State, BU, BU.
0: Here's the thing though. Last year, North Dakota went 18 and 15, and did not. And and uh, did they make, And no, I have to say I don't remember if they made the NC. They did not make the NCAA tournament.
1: They did not. They uh, had to battle 18, their way through the uh, frozen faceoff, and very nearly did that way,
0: but. Um. You go eighteen and fifteen with that schedule, you're getting in. Assuming
1: it's a lot of losses in college hockey.
0: With yes, with that schedule, that's a
1: lot of L's, Paul.
0: It is. I'm not. I I I can't deny that. And I'm just saying. I I think with,
1: with. You know, my number is once you hit double digits, you better start sweating.
0: Yeah, but look at the look at their look at their look at their schedule. And you know, we always you always know you get the NCHC bump in the pairwise. Omaha's gonna have that too, like that all those teams do. But holy smokes. I mean, once again, that schedule is insane. And do they want to go 18 and 15? No. But I would say if they, even if they were 20 and 13 or 19 and 14, with that schedule, they're getting in. And I know people don't want to. Yeah.
1: Well, it. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with that because I believe you're a hundred percent correct. But, um, Is um, uh, the point I was trying to. You no,
0: know, I think goes, I think guys are going there after knowing that except. Yeah, except I think guys are going there and, and they know what they're getting into. so you know whether you're you know and and, and they've got you know quality goaltending and Ludwig Pearson you
1: also have to accept it and i think that might be the hardest well, part uh psychologically i it, it's, it's a kick to the ego a little bit right and you got to you got to be willing to 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 take that yeah yeah i don't care don't if you? you're if you're in a a captain's role at another university and all of a sudden you get bumped to a second or third line. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, um, if that does happen, then, um, you, you've got to be big enough and have a, uh, be able to check your ego and say, okay, this is, I, this is for the team.
0: I think the guys, I, I, I think you, you, that the guys, when they're going in there, if, if you're in the, if you go into the portal. And you decide to go there and you're not checking out your, quote, competition, then you as the, the student athlete are not doing your job because you have to know what the expectations
1: uh, I, uh, are. No, I, I know that. But what I'm telling you is when you're recruited out of the portal from the University of North Dakota and you say, okay, this is where I'm going because they want me. They want me here. They're recruiting right. me. They want me. Um, then all of a sudden you show up there and you find out that, Whoa, they wanted 25 other guys too. And boy, these guys are pretty good and they're coming from some different places. And then all of a sudden the coach sits down with you after two weeks and says, you know, you're doing a really great job, but I need you to be in this role. I need you to play uh checking line. I need you to play uh, defense. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And you're maybe going like, oh, you know, I, I'm at Dakota, but I didn't know my role was going to be that. And you know as well as I do that that stuff happens. Because when you're I'm being sure, recruited, oh, you're being told that you're the greatest and they want you. You're the greatest. And then all of a sudden when you get there, you find out I'm the greatest, but there's also 19 other great guys.
0: Uh, all I know is that if you were paying attention, and, and these guys, I assume, talk to each other. This lineup is loaded. Uh, whether it's the guys they brought in as freshmen, or guys that were brought in as transfers, and if uh, if you if if you were, if you're looking at it, and honestly, if you're a first year player, uh, you better be the top of the top because if you're not you're probably not going to get a whole lot of playing time whether you like that or not
1: well well, also you got to remember that there are very few teams in college hockey that roll four lines start to finish they oh, have two played. and a half and then they have specialty teams so you've got to be able to accept that role Am I oh, am I going to be a power play specialist and, and not play a regular shift? Am I going to be a penalty kill specialist and not play a regular shift? And am I bought in to help the University of North Dakota win a national championship? Because if you're not and you don't, um, you know, and that's why I say a fast start is going to be required. Because if you start slow in those first four weeks and all of a sudden guys start going like, oh, crap, <laughs> you know, well, I thought we were going to be, um, you know, seven and one, and instead we're four and three, or, or four and four, or something.
0: Well, I'm just saying right now that uh, this team is going to at least start off as a top five team.
1: Well, has to, has to, just by looking at the roster um i'm guessing that's going to be the super 16 too they're going to be right there well (laughs) we'll get to that later all right let's take a quick break let's take a quick break so we can uh, get on to the other two schools before we're out of time we'll be right back
0: at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season, doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers.
1: And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel, Gensel. banks it towards the goal. He
0: scores. Gail McCarr. Gail McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh, my goodness gracious, Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Aurora Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespagettyshack.com. For summer skate studios, you're listening to ITHSW podcasts College Hockey West Live.
1: Indeed, you are listening to College Hockey West live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very hot weekend in Bakersfield, California, doing some American Hockey League stuff out here this All week. Right. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful state on Long Island, New York. Paul, we got through the Fighting Hawks. It took a while. It took a little while, well, but we, we did listen,
0: it. I mean, now it's time to talk I Omaha. I mean, listen. You know, when when you're talking about that kind of schedule, and it's not that Omaha's schedule is is anything to sneeze at it's just not north Dakota's. it's just not sorry yeah. omaha people all right. you
1: know, <laughs> you can angry and them right off the get-go are you yeah
0: right might as well get it <laughs> going right away
1: well i'm going to be fully honest with you i am having internet connections again so uh pulling up the omaha schedule might be a little difficult here for a moment well, but first um... of
0: all first of all <laughs> opening up a minnesota state as an exhibition game. That is what? Well, that's, that's just, you know, you, even <laughs> though they're allowed to do that stuff now, it's that's still um, unusual, at least as of yet, as of this point. You still don't see a lot of those games where you have, you know, those t- teams like that playing each other. They're not conference teams, but still.
1: Yeah, that's October seventh. That's how they'll start the season. Um, then they will uh, host Niagara a lot of home as a teams. non-conference foe. That should be fun, huh?
0: Well, listen, um, uh, Omaha has uh, kind of done that over the over the over the past few years. Um, played home and homes with some of the Atlantic teams, which is good. It's nice. It's good to see. Uh, I wish more teams would do that, but. Uh, To this point, they don't. Um, You know, we we know how hard it is for Atlantic teams to get uh, the other schools to go there. Uh, Sometimes they have to give them a two for one, but it is what it is, right? And then um, they have a nice long stretch at home, though, to start the season after that exhibition game.
1: Yeah, that was going to be my point. As we talked about North Dakota needing to get off to a fast start, Uh, On paper, it appears the Mavericks could really get off to a fast start. And if you have some success in your, let's see, Uh, one, two, three, first four weekends, if you have success, a lot of success your first four weekends, you could get yourself in a pretty good tournament position before you start conference play.
0: uh, Except they start conference play early. What do you mean? Well,
1: they have Western. That's it.
0: Well, Western, yeah, and that's the same as North or Dakota, right? Yeah,
1: but Western is the same as North Dakota. has got Duluth in that. I don't know I guess. about the same weekend. So that's yeah, about the I guess same.
0: Well, I guess it's because there's no they they have an off week in October where North Dakota does not.
1: Correct. So by the time you get to let's see, you're going to play Niagara, then Ohio State. That'll round out the month of October. And November starts by hosting Western Michigan and hosting LIU. So our yeah. guest tomorrow night will get a trip to Omaha, Nebraska on November 10th and 11th. Um, coach, it won't be terrible, but it could be rough. So be prepared.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it could. Well, yeah.
1: I'm talking weather-wise. It'll always be tough on the about.
0: ice. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It it, sh- it shouldn't be that different at that time of the year, but it could be. Yeah,
1: trust me. I'm from Minnesota. There was uh, snow on the ground in October on Halloween, many, oh, many times.
0: Yeah, but that's not Omaha.
1: I know, but it's uh, if you get in, if you get in Minnesota in October, mid-November in Omaha can kind of be rough. Anyway, okay. uh, we don't want to talk about the weather. Uh, let's be done with that. Uh, so let's move on. Then you start real conference play, as I say, because you get Denver. The 17th and 18th of november at magnus arena then you come home for an interesting home and home and i think this is really cool people don't realize how close omaha and sioux falls are they're not that far apart just down the interstate Uh... even on thanksgiving weekend
0: is it a home-and-home? Because home? both schools, at least, unless they changed it on on some of the stuff that I've seen. Uh,
1: well, I'm looking uh, at the Omaha schedule, and it says we're having Augustana at home on the 24th, and we're going to Sioux Falls on the that's 25th. On
0: the, that's on the Omaha official website? I'll Correct. Like yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I like that. That's ECAC-like, although they're playing the same team, home-and-home. Home, that's nice. I don't know how close they are. You tell me, a couple hours?
1: about that yeah i'd have to look it up officially but it's right down the interstate it's not that far
0: okay i have i'm not you're the i will make that trip drama. i
1: guarantee i will make that trip once this year uh, yeah okay <laughs> all right okay so let me roll off into december you go to minnesota duluth december 1st and 2nd then you get the following weekend you get the saint claus state huskies coming to you at baxter arena then right. to uh, start january you have the Desert Hockey Classic, which I think might be one of the best, if not the best, ever, with the field that's well, coming there this year.
0: That's going to be an interesting challenge for Mike Gabinett, because you don't play for a month, and then you go yeah, out nearly, for the Desert nearly.
1: Classic. Nearly. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of exhibition scrimmages <laughs> going on.
0: Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, Surmise, and I could be wrong. I could uh, uh, that um, Omaha might be the opponent for the home team.
1: Entirely possible because they haven't played yet, and they're also, or they played, but they haven't uh, uh, they haven't been conference opponents yet, which they will be next year.
0: They will be next year, yeah. Um, again, I, I say that those the, the, those games take on a little more interest even though it's not conference play this year, I I would say they, they take on a little bit setting more. Setting
1: the table, let's call it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let, let me tell you this as well. You want culture shock, Paul? January 5th and 6th, you're in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. January 12th and 13th, you're in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Can I culture shock you any more than that? No. And, you know, the crazy part of it is there's rumors circling that you're going to be at both weekends.
0: Yeah, that's no? not happening. No. no?
1: I thought you were going to document that for us because it would be such a good feature. Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, then, <laughs> so then the 19th and 20th, you get Denver, uh, the Pioneers, coming to Baxter yeah. Arena. Then... You make the trip to saint Cloud? that should be fun on the 26th and 27th go to saint cloud i don't want to yeah, make well, that trip either
0: <laughs> yeah no that's not happening either
1: and then oh, of course we're going to start people. february oh uh, with minnesota deluxe you're grumbling
0: oh, <laughs> minnesota deluxe well, coming to the back a lot braver than i am
1: yeah <laughs> right there's a lot of people a lot braver than you anyway yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Duluth will come to you at Baxter Arena on the 2nd and 3rd. Western Michigan will then be your foe at Kalamazoo on the 9th and 10th. Right. And then you get to host the Colorado College Tigers. Oh, that sounds good already. I love it. I love oh, it. Matt, I hope you like that because I'm no, working hard on that Colorado no. College Tigers. No. Anyway. Mute that. <laughs> Then we get to March. You go to Miami and you round out your uh, your regular season with a home pair of games against the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Unbelievable! It it you look at it, Paul, and you go, "Yeah, it's not it's not North Dakota schedule. I get it. It's not quite that, but you're still playing in the NCHC, oh, it's man." NCHC,
0: and, and and the thing it doesn't I like get about, easier. No, and the thing I like about this is um, they wrote the home. On the road, home, on the road, home, on the road, home, throughout the entire conference season, you know, the second half of the conference season. So no long road trips, no long homestands, a nice balance.
1: You like that? Yeah, you like a balance? Okay, I'm just well, curious. I, like I, I think some people like it and some don't. Um, anyway, all right, uh, since we are running out of time and we have to give some equal time to the Augustana Vikings, Thank the Auggies. GoAugie.com. Anyway,
0: <laughs>
1: little plug there for the Augustana guys. Yeah, that's um, okay. Okay, um, you will start off at Wisconsin on the 7th and 8th. Then you will come back to Sioux Falls. You won't be in that brand-new building yet, the Midco Arena. Yeah, no, no, But you will get Bowling Green. Then on the 27th, this is kind of cool for Augustana and for Denver and Colorado College. Yep. They will make a trip. Uh, on the 27th and 28th of mm-hmm. October to play at Denver and to play at Colorado College. And I believe Air Force is the other team that will be kind of Rookie. completing that weekend, if I remember correctly.
0: Uh, could be. I'd have to look.
1: Anyway, so that'll be a trip for Augustana and Garrett Rayboyne to get his go- guys accustomed to uh, some big time and not to take away anything from Wisconsin or Bowling Green, but to end October. At Denver and at Colorado College? Yeah, that'll be a test. Because on the 28th ball, you're playing the Tigers. (sighs) (laughs) And you know who could be in goal? The Sponge. Caden, the Sponge and Barrickle could be in goal against the Tigers.
0: November 3rd and 4th, they go to Michigan Tech.
1: (laughs) You're changing the subject really quickly, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, they go to Michigan Tech. Then uh, they uh, go to Omaha. Right. And then December starts off with a trip to Northern Michigan. That will be fun. I mean, Marquette, oh, Michigan yeah. on December 1st and 2nd. Yeah. Bring your snow boots, shovels, snow blowers, whatever you can get with you.
0: Uh, listen, eh? let, let
1: me give you non culture shock on a trip, Paul. Non culture shock, because this will be relatively the same. Uh, just different scenery and a million miles apart. Northern Michigan in Ho- in Marquette, Michigan, to Fairbanks, Alaska.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. How do you like that trip? No.
1: <laughs> Good thing there's a week in between uh, to get you know, travel plans and all that. And then you come back with another week in between to end the year at Notre Dame, the calendar year, uh, December 30th and 31st, a Saturday-Sunday matchup and a New Year's Eve matchup. Uh, against Fighting Irish. That should be fun. So, we're not even to January yet. Augustana's got a pretty formidable schedule, don't they?
0: Especially since it's all on the road.
1: Oh, yeah, ask for example how that was.
0: Yeah. And and by the way, we should tell people, um, uh, they are in the CCHA, but this first year, they're only playing each team twice. They're They're not, I don't believe they are eligible for the conference tournament because they're not playing a full schedule.
1: Yeah, correct. So So it gives them a chance to get their feet wet uh, in college hockey before that full ccha schedule gets rolling for them. Okay, so now we made it to January. Uh, You're going to host Minnesota State. You're still not in that midco arena yet, but you're hosting Minnesota State. They might not be. We don't know yet. No, they won't be. They won't be. and that's uh, in Sioux Falls. And then um, more culture shock. Sioux Falls to Arizona State for the 19th and 20th as you go play Paul Hornstein's Sun Devils.
0: Yep, forks up, baby. Every team that goes there gets culture shock.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, on and off of the ice. <laughs> okay, then you uh, get back, and I believe you open up Midco Arena on January 26th against Fair State. At least that's what the Augustana schedule is telling me. All right, that's fine. So 26th and 27th, uh, you play Midco. Paul Hornstein will be there Uh because he's asked to be in Sioux Falls in January. Uh So um, he'll be there for the... No? No. I have got wrong data. Yeah, you do. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I'll be there. (laughs) I like to open up buildings. You know that. I I know. Uh, (laughs) And... uh, the second and third it gets much better, climate-wise, when you go to Bemidji State. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, then you get a, uh, a home series against St. Thomas, Enrico Blasi, and the guys, the Tommies, coming to town to play at Midco Arena. Uh, that'll be the 9th and 10th. And uh, February 16th, and my birthday, uh, so going to Lake Superior State. I will not be going with you guys on my birthday to that. Sorry, okay. uh, Augie, uh, Vikings, whatever you are. I will not be going to Sault Ste. Marie that, that weekend. No. <laughs> and then you get the end your first regular season in NCAA hockey history against a pair of games against Anchorage and a pair of games against Fairbanks.
0: Yeah, well, they'll be worn out by then. It'll be very interesting to see how healthy they are by the end of the season.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be a real challenge. I, I like the schedule though for a first-year team. Uh, it does not yeah, rival yeah. Um, completely what Lindenwood did, but um, no. because you are getting more home games, but right. boy, but it's also, pretty good.
0: Yeah, they also had a year plus where Lindenwood didn't have that.
1: Yeah, true. And then you got Wisconsin, Bowling Green, Denver CC, Tech, Omaha, Northern Michigan, uh, Alaska Fairbanks four times. Uh, you have Anchorage, you have Arizona State, Minnesota State, Notre Dame. I mean, just get on the list. It's a good schedule. Um, yeah,
0: no, it's very solid. So, uh, so let uh, me <laughs> ask you
1: this. I didn't ask you any other two teams. I want to ask you on this one, though, because they're new. Um, what's a success for Augustana record-wise? Does it matter? Does their record no. really matter this no. year? or?
0: no. I think you want to be like Lindenwood was, like St. Thomas was. Um, you want to be competitive. That's your goal, especially early.
1: Okay, we rolled through those three really nicely. Um, sorry, Augustana and Omaha, if we didn't quite give you the love that we gave North Dakota, but uh, as yeah, Paul and I have been saying, North Dakota bad. might have the most dominating schedule in all of college hockey this year. So uh, we need to do to focus on that, plus the rebuilding of that roster has just um, been phenomenal. So anyway, um, let, we, we have to end the show because, as you mentioned, we have to talk about it. Uh, I didn't even really go into it much because I, I don't like you know I don't like that stuff. No, I know it's got to be I, talked about, but uh, I, I'm I'm more about the uplifting, not the 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 missteps, well, if I can use just, that, or the
0: let's let's just whatever. Let's let's just say this, okay? Um, when you work in a school, it's like we we say this about. Politicians who say it about uh, anybody that, you know, that that works out in the public. There's cameras and stuff everywhere. OK. You know, the coach has been fired for allegedly uh, not for allegedly having an improper situation with a student on the campus. Now I don't know if that person is part of the athletic department or what have you. But just n- no, just don't. And that program was on its way up. He was doing the job that that he got hired for to rebuild the program. But you know, uh, and if you're sending text messages, I don't care what you you what what application you're using. You're sending it somewhere. Somebody's got a record of it, no matter how "quote unquote" secret it is. Just don't do it. I take it from from somebody who's in that position, so to speak. Um. No, I'm very paranoid about any conversation I have as a teacher. Now, this is a college campus that changes the dynamic a little bit. But just know, don't do it. And now you have to try and come back from that. That's hard. Yeah, hard. yeah
1: absolutely. And again, like I said, uh, you, you made the right point is something that had to be discussed. Uh, you know, uh, that's not what we do. We're not newsbreakers, and we are not um, um, really into determining the right. the fate of different situations. Right. But one thing's we come across. To yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, well, we'll we'll say this. We'll end this. Congratulations to Mike Field. Yeah. Uh, going to Everett. Silver dips. It's just it's it's gonna be, it it is weird. Because uh, ASU's coaching staff hadn't changed from day one until, A, they added the third coach. And for a couple of weeks there, we didn't know which of the original two assistants were going. We didn't know whether it would be Mike Field or, 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 or Alex Hicks, But um, as we found out, it's Mike Field. Um. Seattle or I don't know how close Everett is Everett. to Seattle but but it's supposed to be beautiful up there. It certainly is a little different in November, December and January. Oh,
1: it, it might be beautiful but it's wet. Bring your raincoat, coach Field.
0: Yeah, the little, and, little, and an umbrella. Yeah. Um, but we wish you nothing but the best, coach. Thank you for um helping be the tradition and getting ASU to the point where they've been admitted to the NCHC.
1: And for many that don't maybe follow it closely, Paul, Mike Field was uh, the defensive guy, the penalty kill guy, the guy that when you saw him on the ice, a lot of times you thought, okay, I see Mike Field. He kind of looks like he's a forward. Um, But no, he was the defensive guy, the one that boasted some pretty gaudy numbers uh, with a penalty kill. Uh, yeah. over his I mean, time at Arizona State, and also very did a very good job with the defenseman at Arizona State.
0: You know, um, that is something that there is no doubt, and, and I am sure that, you know, uh, I mean, he's... ASU's penalty kill from just about, maybe not from day one, but after two or three years of being NCAA, was always near the top. And that was with many different players. So I'm sure at first those guys, will that'll be missed.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, so we'll keep our eye on what uh, the Silver Tips do kind of from a distance. But, um, you know, and I want to quickly say this in closing is that we mentioned the three teams tonight that we added to the coverage area for good reason. I mean, I kind of drew a line down the Red River and I-29, and I said, okay, other than Lindenwood, uh, everything west of that is uh, is going to be in our coverage area. So that's where Grand Forks, that's where uh, Augustana and Sioux Falls, that's where um, Omaha and the Mavericks come into play along with Lindenwood. And then we just go west and north from there. So you have Colorado College, Air Force, and Denver. Then you have Arizona State. And then you have the two schools in, in Alaska. So... Uh, It made sense to me at some point. You had to draw a line somewhere, and if we were going to pick up Lindenwood, um, my thought was that we needed to maybe go up I-29, and I think uh, the commissioner from the NCH, he liked that thought.
0: Well, I only know this. Um, You 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 don't know geography. Well, you only have to be in one place at one time. I got to watch seven (laughs) games. (laughs) That's
1: good for you, though. You're a school teacher. You're used to doing multiple
0: things at one time. Yeah, well.
1: (laughs) All right, take it away, my friend.
0: From the Summer Skates Studios, Behind the masks, College Hockey West Live on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network has been brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Caesars Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. By FedEx. Simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. And by Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask is live every week on the Podbean app and is available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download at your favorite podcast platform. Search I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word to find any of our shows. Subscribe, rate, and review the shows or just tell a friend to help others find the podcast. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the Ice Time Hockey West
1: very well done, my friend. I will announce it again. We do need just uh, fewer than 100 downloads to hit 40K. Let's get it done so tomorrow night we can uh, celebrate a little bit with 40K downloads on the ITHSW podcast network. Um, Paul, tomorrow night, great guest scheduled to join us from Long Island University. Brett Riley oh, I think- scheduled to join us tomorrow night, so you won't want to miss that on Coast to College Hockey Coast to Coast. Um, and I got a little test for you by Friday, by Friday, by Tuesday. How yeah, about whatever. this? Are you listening?
0: I never listen. You can anymore. reach me you,
1: me. you can reach me on email at Icetimehockeywest at gmail.com. But Paul right. Hornstein, on Tuesday night to end the show, you're going to give everybody the four phone numbers that you can reach us at.
0: Oh, my God. We have <laughs> two hours to do the show?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get prepared. Memorize them. Write them down. Do whatever. Because the audience prepare. wants to know how they can reach us, whether yeah. they're in Nevada,
0: California,
1: Arizona, or Colorado.
0: I don't prepare for stuff. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that obvious?
1: Yeah, kind of. But I'm giving yeah. you a heads up for two days. So, all right. It's we'll see you in little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers De Niro. We'll tell you to join us tomorrow night for College Hockey Coast to Coast. And again on Tuesday night for the College Hockey West Weekly Podcast.
0: Good night, everybody. Good night. Ah! Uh.